Hi, this is Bobby Kamari, and I want to thank you for listening to the Living in Light podcast, where we love to explore some of the incredible ways that God shows up with his love, light, and liberty in and through everyday people like you and me. This is part one of a two-parter with my beautiful, tender-hearted, gorgeous friend Patrice Patrick, who's a producer in Hollywood. She unpacks some of her journey. We talk so much about how God has shown up in Hollywood through her role and through her story. She talks about her passions and her loves and her heart for the industry. I really hope you enjoy today's show. I am really, really so delighted to have my friend Patrice Patrick here with me in today's podcast. She lives all the way in sunny California and I can't wait for you to meet her. She's such a beautiful soul. She has so much grace and dignity and such a tenderness, which you will experience during this podcast. She's got so much depth and kindness and she is such a champion of people. Like she's constantly bigging people up on social media and she has nothing but kindness to say about people. Like she literally highlights the gold in you. And, um, and then she shouts about it and she tells everyone about your loveliness. And I personally have been so encouraged and touched. So it gives me so much joy to introduce to you <laughs> the beautiful Patrice Patrick. Wow. I didn't know I'd really start crying. Wow. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, who is that? And who was she talking about? <laughs> Wow, gosh, that, Bobby, that's like so kind. It's so true. Oh, wow. Sorry, did not expect <laughs> Just everyone, I didn't hear this intro ahead of time, so this kind of just, <laughs> just got me in my heart. Literally, I'm wearing glasses right now, and you caused my glasses to fog up. So, <laughs> But it's so true. You are, you are such an encourager, and you do it with consistency, and you never tire and you never put the spotlight on yourself, even though you could on so many levels, but you are such a champion. Um, and you're a gold digger. You dig the gold in everyone and then you shout about it. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Wow. wow. Thank you. Kind. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, honestly, I know people are really going to enjoy just hearing from you. The reason I asked you to come on, apart from the fact that you are um, so precious in the way that you carry yourself and in the way that you communicate and just love on people, but it's also because you work in Hollywood. And I would love for you to talk about your journey of getting there and how God moved you into that industry and how that's been for you um, as a child of God, as such a ray of sunshine. Um, <laughs> but first, I'm going to get you just to say a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I am Patrice Patrick, and that is my real given name, by the way. Some people are just wow. like, seems like a, a fake name. It's my real name, Patrice <laughs> Patrick. And I actually grew up in uh, Southern California. Um, about an hour outside of Los Angeles, so um, away from the city, um, mm -hmm. but also really close to the yeah. industry. And um, I grew up actually um, going to a small Christian school my entire life, um, heard the gospel um, basically every week, every day, had um, what we would call chapel, so this intentional time with the Lord each week. Um, I 
thought that this was a normal upbringing for basically everyone. I went to uh, school with the same handful of people, probably the same 15 to 20 uh, kids um, from age five to 18. And Mm -hmm. so I think even in that, the Lord was cultivating um, family and um, just the rhythm of including him in every day. Like that just... My every day, so I didn't. I feel so honored and blessed that the Lord actually set me in a circumstance like that. And now, mm-hmm. you know, later on, I can see sort of the benefits um, of that in so many. It's so layered. But I've been uh, working in Hollywood and entertainment. I was actually just thinking about this uh, last week because you know, in my bio and on my company stuff, you know, I you know say hey, over ten years experience, and and that's actually been in a specific. Um, area like specialized area but I've actually (laughs) have been in entertainment since 1998 which I was like oh my gosh wow 21 years oh my gosh wow God's been so faithful but um I sort of broke into Hollywood and entertainment um, while I was still in university um I did an internship um and I also at the time loved like celebrity culture and behind the scenes. Um, right. I wasn't, you know, so much like I, I wanted to just be around it. I also wanted to know how it worked. And so yeah. um, at university I was studying radio and TV production at the time. Um, and sort of following that through line or following that, um, uh, have been in, in the industry for about 21 years. And I also went to film school in that period of time. And so um, I just love stories. Um, yeah. My concentration at film school at the time was documentaries. Mm-hmm. And so I just loved sitting down with people and hearing their stories and, um, and also looking at the bigger picture of how their story was being woven into a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And so God did some incredible things while I was at film school. And then after that time of film school, I went on to produce um, short documentaries um, for the corporate world. And then after that fell into uh, television production in a specific area, which ended up being uh, live music specials and award shows in America. Um, so anything from the Grammys, um, you know, big music award shows um, to the red carpet Oscar shows. Wow. Uh, to the MTV VMA type shows um, and all that I had I never planned on that but God opened some pretty incredible doors um, wow. and sent some incredible mentors um, mm. my way and so uh, yeah that's a little bit of my awesome 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 that's incredible because yeah you when I see your posts on Instagram or when we might chat say I'm over in Cali or you're here in London I'm amazed at the projects that you're involved in um, you know when it comes to work and um, just the grace in which you actually navigate through them and I and I think that more and more I just keep seeing this real joy over what you're doing you know like um, I'll see a picture of you on the red carpet, maybe in front of a backdrop. And there's just so much joy and laughter. It's like you are actually lighting up the industry with just this childlikeness 
but at the same time there's a real professionalism you know you're so good at what you do and you understand what you do and you're a you know you're you're an expert to a certain degree I mean considering how long you've been in the industry you know but then at the same time you're so childlike you know and you bring clearly bring such a breath of fresh air to the industry um, but tell me a little bit I mean I wasn't going to ask this question till much later yeah. down the interview but tell me um, some of your favorite stories of um, working in Hollywood gosh um, well thank you first of all said <laughs> all these kind words um, everyone I'm still crying so I'm trying to like get my life together and like answer these questions <laughs> um, Wow. Yeah. I just like, there's something so tender about like the heart of God as you're asking. Uh, mm. I just, wow. I feel his tenderness towards me as well. You know, cause as you were asking me that, I was like, why do I have so much joy? Like when I do this and the phrase or what was coming to mind was, uh, the secret place. Yeah. For me. And what's been cultivated for me in the secret place, meaning the, the little desires were the big desires or the desires yeah. of my heart that I only shared with the Lord. And we're talking even, you know, before I turned 18, mm. you know, just being fascinated with events and um, behind the scenes of things. And even in, in my high school years, I'm here in America or in California, I was helping to plan um, banquets and events for the school. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and not, and I just, I look back and I'm just like, wow, God, like you, you have used even that and the desire of my heart yeah. and what we cultivated in the secret place. And so part of, I think my joy, um, is seeing God bring to fruition the things yeah. that I've talked to him about yes. years ago. And I'm like, yeah. I'm actually here. And I purposed in my heart to never get jaded. Mm. What God has given me to mm. always be in a posture of gratitude. And so to answer your question, like some of my um, favorite moments in working um, have been connecting with the artist, um, or we call them the talent, you would call them the celebrities, sure. that have actually had an impact um, on my life. For example, if there was an album, you know, music, um, yeah. that I just felt like from an artist that um, we'll just, we'll throw out, and I don't like to name drop, like that's not my jam sure. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some context, but like, um, you know, say Stevie Wonder. Yeah. You know, that is uh, such an iconic, he's such an iconic person, yeah. such an iconic name, and his music um, reminds me of certain parts of my childhood and certain um, events in my life and that were good, that yeah. were like I just felt God breathed, you know, yeah. and God was in those moments. And so when I'm at a show, you know, I, I haven't shared this before, but like the first show I got to production manage was a Stevie Wonder show and it was a Grammy tribute. And it wow. had you know artists from, you know, Beyonce to John Legend to um, Jennifer Hudson to... Wow. Uh, Annie Lennox to all of these incredible Great, yeah. I'm a music person if uh if you don't know me I, I I love music and so to have that as my first show yeah manage like talk about what the Lord reveals from the secret place the desires yeah. and how he weaves this beautiful story I'm seeing story God's story mm. everywhere 
Mm. And especially when I'm in the place that he's called me to be in. And I didn't always want to work in Hollywood. I didn't always want to be um, that person because I really, I didn't have a heart for Hollywood. I just thought, man, it's just so superficial. And I think a lot of what too, maybe the church even thinks of Hollywood, like Mm. there's so much, you know, wickedness or evil. It's just, ah, but once the Lord really, um, revealed the hearts of these people to me my yeah. heart I I see the side that a lot of people don't get to see of their yeah. favorite artist you know and it's the insecurity I mean I was just working the Grammys this year and I had such a beautiful position this year in particular where I got to watch everyone from backstage just right off the wings stage left as we call it <laughs> right off the wings. every single person every single performer that was on this year's uh Grammys got to watch them walk on stage. And so therefore I got to see their process before. Yes. Yeah. And you know, some the biggest names, Mm. you know, would look around to their camp or their people that are around them and just like, is this, am I okay? And genuinely feeling, you know, alone or insecure or, and you think when they get on stage, they have this persona that is larger than life. And I think for me, some of my favorite moments, is seeing the humanity of these yes. people that are often yeah. we think that they are perfect. We have idolized them in some sort of way, even in the church, even though we know we're, we're not supposed to idolize people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are built, you know, for worship and that yes. worship is to be and give glory to God alone. But there is that when you see the anointing on someone, whether yeah. they're in the church or not, yeah. there is a gravitational pull that pulls you upward to heaven. And so you yeah. want to be around that. Yeah. And sometimes we mistake that person for heaven or yes. for the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, but when we see or when I get to see their humanity, I just feel so honored that the Lord yeah. would trust me. Yes. Yeah. Like, like really, Bobby? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who am I? I you know, like yeah. I was a girl that I love to plan events and, you know, I loved music. And at the time I always joke that I, you know, in 98, 1998, I was obsessed with the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> That's like ancient. Like anyone who's like under, I guess, 40 or 35 is like, that's like, that's like, I guess, the Beach Boys or maybe the Beatles. I don't know. But like, I was obsessed with Backstreet Boys and me and my best friend, um, would go to like these television tapings in Los Angeles in the hopes of, you know, seeing them. And And, um, we got in a flyer in Santa Monica, um, while we were in university, we went to Santa Monica and there was an ad, like an advert for this new show and it was a music show and Backstreet Boy, the Backstreet Boys were supposed to be performing at the show. So we go, uh, to this show Mind you, the Backstreet Boys never show up at the show. Um, I end up, I end up like in the audience. I didn't know at the time. We're just standing, you know, in the audience, and I'm right next to a cameraman, a guy that has like this huge camera on his. I think it was like his left shoulder, like you know, if they're if they're carrying that camera, and and he just had some downtime. You know, the stage was at a halt for the moment. And um, if you've ever been to a TV taping, like it's never in real time. It's not usually live. Yeah. There's usually commercial breaks, or if it's not like taped live, the taping can last, you know, two to three hours, even though so he had some downtime and I was standing next to him and I was like, so how does someone work? Like do what you do, work at this show. 
And he told me like this, the most simplistic and a revolutionary thing to me at the time. Yeah. And he was like, hey, why don't you call the production company that's producing this and see if you can actually intern and, wow. and start understanding what it yeah. is. To work like. And I, I didn't know what it meant to be a TV production intern. I didn't know um, anything. I yeah. didn't have like an uncle that was, you know, connected in the industry in this way. Like the, it literally was the Lord positioned. Yeah. I happened to open my mouth at that time, waiting for the Backstreet Boys, yes. like the yeah. Backstreet Boys to get me in to this industry. Um, and I, call, I called the number that he told me to call. And um, I had such an open door. It was so funny. I was so unprofessional. <laughs> Well, wow. yeah. Can, can me and my friend also? <laughs> oh my God. Who even ask that as a like a real job? <laughs> uh, yeah. So kids and adults never do that, um, <laughs> unless the Lord leads. So I literally—that's how unprofessional I was. And and um, and she's the the line producer of that show. Say yes. That's yes. nuts. Wow. You and your best friend can wow. come and work on this show. And I was so green, meaning so yeah. brand new um, and so unprofessional. And when she said, well, we can't pay you, this will be for, you know, university college credit. Um, but we'll, we'll, it's only a $20 stipend. And, and I didn't know what that meant in production talk. I thought, so when I hung up, I was like, that's cool. I agreed to all of that. I was like, yes, yeah. well, I'm bored. it was two days a week. And so I got off the phone and told my best friend, uh, Megan, <laughs> uh, Megan, we only have to pay $20 to work on the show. <laughs> so let's do it. And she was like, yeah. And I didn't know, honestly know what a stipend was until our first, until we were on set on. And they said, actually, no, 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 no. We, we pay you. <laughs> the stipend wow that's Uh, amazing that favor is just ridiculous i just love the divine appointment i just love how you are actually not even there for that reason and how god just set it all up like that is insane but you did actually end up meeting the backstreet boys though right yeah in the end more recently Yeah. So I ended up meeting just such a, and this is what I talk about. Like when I talk about the secret place too, or have this idea that it is just always this, or it is a sullen place. Yes. Yeah. Always serious or I am about revering the Lord. Do not get me wrong. Like I'm honoring and revering him. He is yeah but he's also kind and he's yes. also gentle and, and fun and adventurous fun. yeah totally and yeah and, joyful. and so when I say the secret place like I mean like funny incidents yeah. like I'm sharing yeah. with you now and so I didn't meet the Backstreet Boys at that initial no. show. <laughs> um, uh, probably a year later um my same friend Megan and I we went to, I think it was the, I think it was another Grammys years and years past. And they were, I don't know if they were performing, they were attending. And I ended up seeing like my favorite Backstreet Boy, Kevin Richardson in the hallway. <laughs> and okay, get this though, Bobby, <laughs> meet him. And she has, we have our little disposable camera because this, <laughs> hi kids, there's no cell phone. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no smart. The wall, guys, this was during the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ancient. Okay, whatever. And so, and 
he takes the picture. I finally meet him. This is like maybe in 99 or 2000. And the picture doesn't come out. Out of the whole roll, oh, no. the kids, we that used to have one film picture. Rolls. Yeah. So it wasn't a digital thing. It, we had like film. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It developed if, you know, something, we, if light gets to that particular portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's jacked up. Yeah. It's jacked up. It won't. Yeah. Your, your image is gone. Yeah. You don't have like take 20 photos. Yeah. <laughs> And I was so heartbroken, Bobby. I was like, I waited for this. This was the crescendo. I waited yeah. for this moment to meet the Backstreet Boys. Finally, after this, that picture didn't even come out. We were Aww. like, this is out of the whole roll. There was 24 pictures, which is sounds like no people take. I take 50 pictures, you know, and <laughs> down for two minutes. I'm like, no, you literally had 24 pictures. And yes. if you didn't get them right, then that was it. Your opportunity was gone. It's gone. It's over. <laughs> Um, side, side note, we joke, Megan and I joke, like if social media existed when we were doing all of our adventures, um, we would be social media like Queens because of just all of the crazy things that God like did for us. We were in places we had no business being in. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. So to finish that Backstreet Boys story, um, more than 10 years later, um, I am production managing. Um, you know, I've now gone up the ranks from like unprofessional green intern to a PA, you know, a production yep. assistant to a production coordinator uh, to a production manager. So um, the Lord's just been so incredibly faithful and given yeah. me such a to, uh, to gain more experience and, and have more responsibility. But so I get to production manage this uh, TV, music TV show series, and uh, Backstreet Boys are actually performing this time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And everyone at this point, all my coworkers um, that are very much like family at this point, they know my love of the Backstreet Boys. And so during the rehearsals, uh, everyone was like, you know, getting me on the walkie talkie. Patrice, come inside the stage, come inside the stage. And I, I get in and all the Backstreet Boys are rehearsing and it's just a handful of us. And I'm at the very front of the stage and they're basically singing to me, number one. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what is this I actually get to invite Megan to this show taping so she gets to wow yeah that was with me in the very beginning I mean she's rocking it as a wife and a mom loves the Lord but it's just the sweetness oh yeah right yeah yeah and then afterwards I get to meet finally get to meet Kevin Richardson and take a picture that actually like actually comes out on the yeah 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 you can actually see it yeah yeah and then at this point like you know whoever's listening to this podcast if they happen to go to my social media page they'll see the picture of uh, Kevin and I and he actually left a sweet comment like a little like emoji comment you know a heart and a peace sign wow (laughs) and I wrote like a little bit of the story what I'm telling you guys yeah of it that is the isn't it like that's what you're saying it's like um the lord he knows the desires of our heart even when they're not super spiritual even when they're not you know they're just random sometimes they're not even anything that anyone will give the time of day to but he knows and he honors them if you let him you know it's like it's such a beautiful place of intimacy with him where you're not you're not hiding that side of yourself, you know, and that actually he's fully aware and fully engaged and invested in every part of you, those secret desires and those quirky likes that you have, or just the things that you love to do, the passions, whatever, the funny things about you, like he's so invested in all of that stuff. And, 
and you just don't know when he's going to delight you or surprise you with it. You know, it doesn't matter how many, like he never forgets. It's not like he, sometimes we forget, but he yes. never forgets. And so life is oh. so exciting with him, you know. Um, but earlier on, when you were sharing about um, some of your favorite stories, and as you even said it, as you were sharing, what, was, what I was just feeling in my heart was that, just the Lord, yes, has this beautiful trust in you that he can trust the hearts and um, the lives and those hidden places of the talent, you know, in Hollywood. He can trust that you're going to treat them with such honor and dignity and that you're going to cherish them and you're going to value and affirm them and, and not be starstruck by them and not, you know, get caught up in the hype, but you're actually just going to see them through the lens of God's love. and. I'm sure part of it is because of the kind of person that you are, Patrice, and and you've got such a gift of hospitality. Because I want you to talk about how the Lord uses you to to really just be a blessing and to serve um, everyone that you are serving through this role. Um, but has it always been a ministry to you? Like, have you always seen it as a place of I am going to serve as a gift and as an offering before God in my role, or? was there a journey where initially you were just like, yep, this is my job and I'm just going to do it really well. And da, 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 da. So when did it stop being just a job and when did it become a real place of yielding and serving um, yeah. and, you know, offering yourself before the Lord for, for your, for the people that you're going to influence and serve basically. Yeah. I love that phrase. When did it stop being a job? Um, yeah. <laughs> that's actually really profound because I think too, a lot of times, we dismiss even our, what we would call menial jobs. Yeah. And, and, and the Lord's actually calling us into yes. that. Well, even for a season, yeah. there's actually a purpose and every, yeah. what we would consider a uh, job. And so I um, stopped being, basically stopped being a job for me. When did it, it trend? And yeah. um, I can, I can, I can say it distinctly changed for me once the Lord actually gave me a heart for Hollywood. And sure. And to give you a, a like a specific time frame, when I was finishing film school, uh, roughly in the um, early 2000s, project at the time was um, called Sunday Dreamer, and it was following this guy that um, all of a sudden got the role of Elvis Presley um, yeah. in this um, huge television series. But at the last minute, like a week or two before they were start, supposed to shoot, he declined and felt like he was supposed to go on the road and preach with wow. his American tent revival father and his family of which he grew up with in his family. Was, he was like one of 13 kids. Wow. <laughs> And I came across this story in film school and, but I felt like because it was like my story as well. And the Lord started leading me in, into this whole storyline um, for Hollywood and, or this, this, his heart um, for Hollywood. And so basically I was following this guy who was trying to figure out, um, you know, are my gifts for the world? Because he was yes. so annoyed. He was not an actor, but yet he beat out thousands of people wow. um, for this audition. And I, we got to interview the director and, and the director is just like, he has the it factor that, but we totally respect his decision. But then in the church, he was so anointed and yeah. he, he was struggling with, yes. you know, my gifts in the church versus or my gifts in the world and my gifts in the church. And how does that, like, how, what yeah. does that 
And so I was also wrestling with that. Like, what does that look like? And I felt like already the Lord is starting to set me up. Like your job is not just going to be a job. And so in the yes. beginning, when I was first learning about the industry, I was just learning, right? Because I was so green. And yeah. so I feel like it's, it's super important, yes. you know, especially as believers to, to learn your craft yeah. really well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And to do it with excellence. Yeah, totally. And to not cut corners. Yeah. So if you need to learn your trade correctly, yeah. learn your trade correctly, yeah. get a mentor. Yes. Um, do it with excellence. I mean, I feel like to steward something really well, yeah. um, that, that has to be. And so um, in the beginning, I was just learning. And then um, because I was, I'd been plugged into a church pretty much the entire time I've been working in entertainment. Yeah. Um, I, I also attribute it to wise counsel around yeah. me yeah. and, um, you know, pastoral covering and all of that during my journey um, to help me see that there was a need. Yes. In Hollywood. Um, yeah. that it now wasn't just about, Oh, can I get, do I get to see this celebrity or do I get to see the backstreet boys? Like yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't about that. It was like the Lord's opened a door of influence for you. Yes. Yeah. And you need to stay close to him to figure out what it is now. Yeah. That influence is meant to be. Yeah. And so inevitably the closer I got to the Lord and kind of stayed in a bit of a snuggly space with him. Yep. He starts to like mold your heart more to his yeah. heart. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't even, it was a journey and it, I felt like I can say maybe on the other end, it, it felt like it organically flowed, but I know there was some markers. Yes. Uh, you know, throughout, throughout that journey that really softened Bobby, like really softened my heart. For yes. Hollywood. It actually yeah. really hardened. Yeah. And so that's why I think it, it, I think if you're hardened in your work field it, or in your place where your job is, it's easy to like, just say, then that's my, my yeah. job. And I go home yes. and I have to search yeah. what yeah. But when the Lord starts integrating, yeah, like everything, um, yeah, it it all became different then, and yes. so I'm, I'm I'm just kind of recalling um, seeing like my first artists that you know big names, and just seeing, and I talked about this earlier too, like just insecurities, yes. you know, and yeah, that and realizing seeing their humanity and yeah. And for me, prayer has always been like, yes, yeah. I'm just like they can't, it's like, what is prayer? And it's just, sometimes it's foreign for people, but it's really, you know, just that constant conversation. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about intercession, we're talking about that's, we can get into that later, but like yeah. having that dialogue and that, I mean, I love talking to the Lord and um, I also love, you know, when we're in prayer and we're, we're really talking and engaged with the Lord, how it shifts the atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a season, you know, I told you I was around like spiritual moms and spiritual dads that were speaking into my life I was getting and, and would just give me wisdom. And I just thought, man, wouldn't it be great to bring intercessors yeah. to these dressing rooms to lay yes. hands on yeah. these walls in these rooms and to anoint the walls with oil and to speak peace and to bring, as we would say, the kingdom of heaven yeah. on earth yeah i mean that's like that to me felt really like like that's easy peasy like we can yeah. like yeah like, yeah, I, yeah. like i i'm not the person that's gonna like bible bash you know i'm yep. not necessary because i also felt like there's there is a level of professionalism that i have to walk in as well sure yeah 
slide in, but there's also, there are, there are avenues and spaces where yes. I can yeah. share God's love and who Jesus is in some yeah. real ways. And so, um, once that journey of like, my heart was softened towards Hollywood, I saw yeah. that there was a need. Then I realized because I was already in prayer culture, I was already in this conversation. Yes. Yeah. Like, Let's bring and now. I all, you know, I've, I'm used to being at intercession or being in groups of prayer, but let's bring the prayer actually to the grounds. Yes. And I started bringing in intercessors um, to my shows, like during rehearsals when the artists weren't awesome. in the room. Yeah. Wow. They would, I just remember I, I had one intercessor who brought like little scripture. Yeah. Them in the couches. <laughs> wow. In the couches of some of like, just the people you wouldn't even you would just like they would never walk inside a church there's no way yes yeah so good their, yeah some of them have their own spiritual gurus yes that yeah and yet I, you know, I would have my pastors praying i would have yeah praying and then i would have the on-site i guess i would call them my on-site intercessors and and oddly enough that was something that i learned in film school because when i was doing this documentary as i was telling you um, with this young man who had gotten the role of Elvis, yeah. turned it down. Yes. And I, I just, I was like, God, I don't know what the story is that you're wanting to, to fully develop from that. By God's grace and his wisdom, it made sense to have a, yeah. So that started, you know, with. How with, did, I mean, was that someone you hired or like, was that someone who yeah. just came to serve? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, it was some, uh, it was um, a girl from my church who wow. was also into prayer and, you know, I felt like I didn't, Amazing. I look back now at the time and I realized the Lord was having us, having us pioneer. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see it at the time. I was just, yeah. I'm always up for an adventure. That's exactly. And you just, you just respond to the prompting, don't you? It's yeah. like, you don't, you just know you have to do it. You know, if you don't do it. You're not going to have peace. Like you don't, yeah. you don't, at the time you don't think that you're blazing a trail. You don't think that you're pioneering. You no. don't think that you're going against the gra grain. No, All you just think is, okay, this is what the Lord's telling me and I, and I'm not going to rest until I do it. Um, yeah. but sweetheart, what I just, I, it's so encouraging because, um, it's so exciting, you know, when you hear about the way the Lord is moving in the different IE and that he's always at work and he's doing it in the most creative, adventurous, exciting ways. I mean, the thought that, you know, you had a group of intercessors, intercessors, several intercessors come in and, you know, you've got scripture that's been kind of put under the chairs and the couches and, and to know that, that these precious ones they are being wooed by God. They are being pursued by him in the most unconventional, glorious, fun ways. And that, and that we all get to be part of that story. And so here you are, whether it's an intercessor coming and putting a bit of paper with a scripture on it through, you know, the cracks of a couch, but they have just been part of Jesus getting his inheritance, you know, in that person like it's so encouraging and exciting to think that the lord is just doing all these different exciting wacky quirky yeah. ways yeah. of the kingdom yeah. in the most um you know uh the places that most people wonder if god is in those places absolutely or not but he is so on the move isn't he absolutely and you know i i now encounter more believers in jesus now in in this year 
than I have, you know, 15, 20 years ago. I felt yeah. like my, Megan and I might have been the only one because we were very vocal, you know, even then that we were Christian yeah. and, and believers. But now, you know, I, I have believers seeking me out on wow. social media and online saying I feel called to Hollywood um, over and over again. And, and I bump into so many, um, so many more believers and I, yeah. and I've seen the transition. I see yeah. what God is doing behind the scenes. And I think to answer this the last part of your question too, of like, how did I have a heart for hospitality? Yes. It's yeah. to prayer for me and, and atmosphere. Yeah. Meaning, you know, I talked about like, you know, when we're, when we are close to God and when we are spending time with him and when we're in prayer and, and how it changes our hearts, you know, the yeah, atmosphere exactly. the yes. and yeah. the swirl that's going yeah. on in our hearts, you know, it's like, I don't have to change myself. He, I, he gets to do that. We invite yeah. him to that and, and, yeah. um, and we can also declare and decree some things as well. But like, I loved setting atmosphere and I realized yeah. that hospitality was like an honor. It's a gift and an honor in my way to serve. Yeah. Like that's when it's, it's not, it's now not just a job. It is, you know, part of my vocation. Yeah. You know, yeah. Unto the Lord. Yes. Yeah. To serve and to bring him. Yeah. And, you know, the, the spirit of hospitality is like, you belong, you know, like, yes. you yeah, you're welcome. You are welcome. Yeah. yeah. You belong. And I feel like that's really the extension of what I am doing on the spiritual aspect and, and even, and physically and tangibly as making every artist. Yeah. Even my team, every PA. Yes. Team, yeah. You belong. Yeah, because I think that is that is the one thing that we get. there's there's plenty of room in my father's house, and so hospitality gets to to frame that in a way. Yeah, I think. yeah, Get yeah, yeah. That and you know, besides you know, touching the walls and releasing something in the spirit and 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 decreeing, declaring some things, even in the tangible, practical ways, setting the decor of a space in such yes. a way. Yeah. That um, grace and peace and yes. home, um, and God's kindness and joy. Yes. In that. Yeah. You know, most of these artists, these musicians, these actors, these famous people, they're on the road or they're working, you know, 300 days out of the year, you know, if they're yeah. not on something, you know, and they're constantly in that place of like, um, of train being transient. In yes. Many ways. Yeah. So like yeah. In that moment, it's like actually you will get to rest. You will get yeah. to sense and yeah. feel the rest of God. And um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I wanted you to um, answer that. And and actually, I think like also the way that the Lord has created your temperament and um, just the soothing kind of tone of your voice. Um, and and you do just like I mean I when I think of when you pray for me, it's literally like a spiritual spa. <laughs> like, you literally it. feel like you're sitting in a I spa, but I, I think that's what you carry. That's what you release. And just to have you in a space and actually to have you um, be one that's in charge of a space, you know, because then you are the one that decides the type of atmosphere yeah. and to have you declaring and decreeing the atmosphere that you actually have influence over not only with the word of god not only with the culture of heaven but also the culture of heaven that he's planted inside of you through your personality and through your temperament like it's you know he knows how to take everything that we are and create us into the perfect mix for what he's actually called us to and everything about you um 
is such a great package, you know, to be able to walk in such high places and to actually bring calm in the commotion, you know, in the commotion of the dressing rooms, in the commotion of the Grammys, the commotion of all the, you know, noise of Hollywood. And then you just literally bring this beautiful stillness. So that's definitely, I think, part of um, how God uses you for sure. So sorry, but we're just going to have to press pause for now because this is the end of part one of my conversation with Patrice Patrick. But don't worry because we're coming back in the next episode of the Living in Light podcast and bringing you part two. Make sure you stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. I hope it blessed your socks off. All social media handles and links from today's episode can be found in the notes section. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to share. You are most welcome to subscribe to the Living in Light podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can do that via Instagram or Facebook, or you can head over to livinginlight.co.uk. I cannot wait to be with you guys again. And thank you so much for listening to the Living in Light podcast. Beautiful, so beautiful, so beautiful to me. See to the fearful.